you're listening to the Wellness Kachina podcast, where I give you tips and tricks about getting your family involved in the kitchen and making delicious and nutritious meals with ease. I'm Celestina, a chef, registered dietitian nutritionist, and a lover of good food, especially pizza. Welcome back to the Wellness Kachina podcast. Today we are talking about using canned veggies in addition to some fresh veggies to make what I like to call a hearty salad. So growing up, my parents liked to play Ready, Set, Cook. They didn't really like to play it, but they came home from work super late and it was throw something together so that we can eat as a family. So a lot of the times we would have hearty salads. There'd be a bunch of fresh veggies, but then there would also be canned veggies. And that would not only help to stretch out the meal, but it would just make prep time so much less aggressive. So today we're gonna talk about making a hearty salad with what you already have in your pantry and maybe some fresh additions as well. And I think this is really timely because you guys probably are so well stocked on canned goods at this point. So my formula for a hearty salad is one can of beans. And when you're looking at canned veggies, try and get no salt added or reduce sodium whenever possible um, because you can always add salt to it. The added sodium ones have sometimes upwards of 600 milligrams of sodium in them, whereas the no salt added ones have about 10 milligrams of sodium in them. So you can really see the difference here and you can always add more salt to your taste, but having the option to rather than being forced to is ideal. But if you have salt added veggies already, no biggie, just make sure you rinse them. So going back to the formula, I like to use one can of beans and those can be lima beans, pinto, black, kidney, uh, white beans, great northern, butter beans, black eyed peas, literally endless. Whatever kind of beans you have will work for this. Just make sure you rinse them because beans have a tendency of being pretty thick in the can. Then we're gonna mix together, in addition to the beans, two cans of non-starchy vegetables. So that would mean beets, mushrooms, green beans, peppers, artichokes, asparagus, okra, hearts of palm, sun-dried tomatoes, literally anything. And try and think outside the box with this. It doesn't necessarily have to be items in cans. It can be items in jars as well. So those also can count as your non-starchy veggies. And then lastly, one can of starchy vegetables. So that could be peas, corn, hominy, yams. Yams like last case scenario though, just because they're not going to hold their shape really well. So I like to mix all of these in a large bowl, toss them all together after they've been rinsed. And then this is when you get to start adding either a dressing and that can be your whole salad. So those canned items can make your whole salad and then you're good to go for a side. Or you can add in some fresh veggies or some frozen veggies if you have them. So we can turn this into kind of more of a meal rather than just a side by adding some dark leafy greens, some salad greens, maybe some fresh carrots, um, any kind of small like diced fresh vegetable will do. So here's where you can use the root veggies that you may not have a use for otherwise. Try and be a little bit more creative here. Literally anything can go into this. So look into your fridge. Some of the veggies that may look like they're sad and on their way out, you might want to saute. If you have some nice crisp veggies, those will be good to go and you can use those fresh and toss those into the salad. You could even cook the beans, non-starchy vegetables, starchy vegetables, to make this kind of more of a warm side too. It's really, really versatile, which is what I love about this. So if you choose to either go the salad route by adding dark leafy greens or some mixed greens, or tossing your veggies with a grain or a protein, 
to kind of make more of a heftier salad, those are two great options. But you're probably going to need a dressing. Before you go reaching into your fridge for one of those pre-made dressings, how about you try making a really easy dressing that can stay in the fridge for up to like two or three months and it'll be better for you. It won't have all the funky additives in it. It won't have any funky thickeners in it and it'll taste really good and you get to decide what goes in it. Dressing 101. It's always going to be a ratio of one part acid and that can be either vinegar or citrus based to two to three parts fat and that can be oil. A variety of different oils that are out there. If you want a really thick dressing, use more oil. You want more closely to a three to one ratio rather than a two to one ratio. If you want a dressing to just drizzle over everything and it doesn't have to be super thick, you can use a two to one ratio. So two parts fat or oil to one part acid. I really like to combine acids when making a dressing, especially if it's gonna be one that's sitting in my fridge and I have a couple of options sitting in my fridge at any given time. My favorite go-to is orange and balsamic. It's as simple as squeezing an orange into like a mason jar, adding a little bit of balsamic to kind of offset that, and then putting in double the amount of olive oil into that. You can eyeball it, or if you wanna be super precise, you can measure it. To be completely honest, I usually eyeball it. If you want at that point, you can add herbs, you can add spices, and a really good tip and trick for herbs and spices is if they smell really good together, they're probably going to taste really good together. Usually when I make that one in particular, the balsamic orange, I kind of keep it simple. I add a little bit of the orange zest in before I zest the orange and it's good to go. Give it a shake and it can sit in the fridge for up to three months. Another really good go-to is lime, rice wine vinegar, and again, olive oil. If you want to use like avocado oil, that's totally fine. There are some alternative oils out there as well, and some may impart flavor, some may not, but I would steer clear from using any kind of heavily refined oils when making this. You want to kind of keep it as crisp and as light as possible, and when you're making dressings, it's actually going to be even better to use extra virgin olive oil if you have it on hand. This is what it's made for, not to be used to saute. So if you have a really flavorful oil, feel free to use it now. Sorry guys, little tangent there. Going back to the lime and rice wine vinegar, if you wanna add like cumin, coriander, you can even add ginger to that to kind of give it more of an Asian flair. I like to have two to three different kinds of dressings in my refrigerator at all times so that I can keep a variety of different flavors on hand and it doesn't have to just be used in salads like on greens, it can be used again for a salad, like a hearty salad, or if you wanna make your canned veggies into a side or if you want to make them kind of a bigger grain salad, it all works. In addition to using your cans for a hearty salad, you can make a super easy veggie soup. Whether you have fresh ingredients, frozen ingredients, or no fresh or frozen ingredients, and you just have canned items, and you want to make a soup, that's totally possible as well. So the basics to a veggie soup, you're going to start with mirepoix. Mirepoix is typically onions, carrots, and celery. And if you don't have one of those things, it's totally fine. It's not going to be the end of the world. Honestly, even if you just have like onion flake and like garlic powder in your dry pantry, that's fine too. We just want to start to develop and build flavor. So after your mirepoix, you're going to want to add your hearty veggies. If you have potatoes or carrots or any kind of hearty root vegetable, you're going to want to add that in next. And then we'll start to develop and build flavor. Remember that the smaller you cut your fresh vegetables, the quicker they're gonna cook. So if you're in a rush, 
Try and cut things pretty small. If you have some time, maybe cut them a little bit bigger. So after you've let those saute for a little bit, you wanna add in some dried herbs, dried spices, and this is gonna help build flavor. Again, remember, your nose knows, so that when you pick herbs and spices, make sure you smell them together first before you put them in the pan. At this point, you can start adding some liquids. Tomato products are a really good addition at this point, so like tomato paste, sauce, fire roasted, diced tomatoes, really anything. And then you can also add stock, and that could be veggie, chicken, beef, or maybe something that you have homemade. I like to let this simmer and cook down for at least 10 to 15 minutes to ensure all of those flavors infuse and your, your heartier root veggies or your hearty veggies that you threw in early on start to break down and become a little bit more soft. If you wanna add in some meat, do it at the 15 to 20 minute mark. So that can be either meat that you have cooked already, so maybe you had a rotisserie chicken or you've had some leftover ground beef in the fridge, this would be a great time to add it in. If you're adding in raw meat at this point, I recommend using a ground meat type of product, making it into meatballs, and then dropping those meatballs in individually. So if you don't have any ground meat, no worries. This is where you can start using your canned goods. So add in some beans at this point. They'd be a great addition. You can even add in some green beans, some corn. Really, just be creative. There's no wrong way to do this. The final two minutes of cooking should be reserved for fresh herbs and dark leafy greens. So if you have dark leafy greens like kale, chard, collards, mustard greens, etc., rip them into small pieces and then just allow them to sit on top of the liquid, put the lid on the pot, turn the heat off, and just allow them to steam for a few minutes. After like three or four minutes, you can push them down into the liquid, add salt to taste, and then you have a veggie soup. If you feel like you've made too much soup, that's totally fine. Just put it in a container, allow it to cool down a little bit, and then pop it in the freezer for later consumption. The soup is really good fresh. It's also really good the next day when all of those flavors have had some time to sit. And if you want to keep extending it, you can always add rice or other additions that, that can continue to stretch the soup as well. Three main takeaways. Use the hearty salad formula. One can of beans, two cans of non-starchy veggies, and one can of starchy vegetables. Make a dressing at home. Use one part acid and two parts fat. Use canned veggies to add to a vegetable soup. Thanks for listening, guys. Reach out via email at cbrunettiwellness at gmail.com to leave comments, tell me about some topics you'd like to hear, or to just say hi. Check out Wellness Cucina's Instagram page, at chef underscore rdn, for cooking tips, recipes, and Instagram TV videos that relate to the podcasts. If you're interested in learning more about how you and your family can build stronger bonds while gaining kitchen confidence, schedule a complimentary call. The link is in the show notes. Listen in on Friday when we'll be talking about how to zest up your life. <laughs>